Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom, and where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome back for another episode. I hope everyone is doing well, having such a great week. Let's start off with some shout outs and some things to celebrate. We have Linda, Krista, and Rosie who've landed new jobs this week. Rosie's going to be an education company managing a team. Linda's at Code HS. So many exciting things. I love everything that's happening. You guys, I also know we are focusing more on celebrating the process, not just having something come about like a new job and a new opportunity, but celebrating the process of following peace, following what feels right to you, all the steps along the way. So let's hear a little bit about what's going on with the process for various people. So some teachers this week have been inside of the Next Jobs for Teachers guidebook for the first time, and it's helping them feel hope. That is so worth celebrating. It's helping them feel, okay, these are options. I've never heard of these jobs. I've never seen the structure or different kind of departments that this kind of a company would have and that these roles are there. So, so happy that some people are finding hope in the process. That's so worth celebrating. For others, they've been using the directory of companies that hire teachers and seeing some options that are out there. Again, giving hope, feeling like they have options. So great. And for other teachers, they've decided they're going to teach this upcoming year. And it's going to be a year of preparation, kind of paving their path for the year ahead of them. All of these are great things. Yes, teaching next year. That could be the right thing for you. Own it. Whatever it is for you, we want you to feel peace in that path, okay? This is not a race to a finish line. This is a process of peace. When you recognize and feel what what is peaceful to you, what feels right for you, that is the guide that you want to follow. It has less to do with a specific job. And it has much more to do with your growth, with your present priorities in life and your personal purposes in life. Okay. So I just encourage you to be really perceptive and recognize peace. Let it be your greatest guide on your path and celebrate all of the steps you're taking in identifying that and in following that feeling following that path. Peace is what's going to lead you in the right direction. So, so worth celebrating and good job in in recognizing and celebrating all of the steps in that process. Okay. So great job. Okay. For today's episode, we're going to have it be a little bit different from usual. What I want to do is I want to take you kind of inside of a conversation I had this week with one of our insiders. One of my favorite things lately has been one-on-one calls with insiders and our group coaching calls with insiders. I love it because it's connecting personally and 
it's really showing very clearly some of the present needs. And then we're able to, to meet those needs one by one. So I love that. Loving it so much. So do you remember just recently in multiple episodes, we went into the details of one insider's email. When she reached out and asked for help, um, she felt overwhelmed with the process. She felt like she was getting in her own way, as she said, and she felt some imposter syndrome. So we tackled each of these items one by one um, in, in working with her, but also we shared those in the podcast episodes, right? Remember those? Well, I just had a one-on-one with her this last week and it was so great. So I'm going to take you into some of this conversation and we're going to work on how to approach the resignation conversation. Okay. So she and I had this one-on-one call and she said, Hey, you know, I'm so excited about these multiple opportunities that she has lined up. She's going to be doing multiple contract opportunities in instructional design and in some, yeah, a variety of roles right? The transition year sometimes looks a little messy and there's sometimes multiple opportunities that open up or sometimes it's one solid opportunity that opens up. Um, but yeah, the year can look very different for different people. And she said, okay, I'm, I'm loving these opportunities. I'm so excited about going forward. But my big question is, and I could tell she kind of had like not anxiety built up, but just so much that she really wanted to chat about. She said, this week I'm having my conversation with my administrators. And I know I'm doing what's right for me, but I don't know what to say. Can't we all relate with this, right? It can feel like such a tricky conversation. How do we have that? So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about some of the circumstances and the context of her teaching scenario. We're going to talk about what she really wants to happen in this conversation and some things that she really doesn't want to happen as far as feelings, um, as far as how it's interpreted. And, you know, we're, we're going to talk about how to make it be the kind kind of conversation that she wants to have happen. Okay. So let me paint the picture of the context of things. And then also we're going to talk much more in this episode about our thoughts and our underlying beliefs about this conversation about and about really the whole concept of transitioning from teaching because that is going to influence how you approach the conversation and how you carry it out. Okay? So let's paint the picture a little bit for her context and her circumstances. First of all, she's been at the school where she is for many years. She really feels like she is part of her community in her role, right? Not just the community of her school, but also with parents and and with others. Yeah, as, as the community as a whole. So she also is the department chair of her curriculum area at her school, leading her team. She has multiple responsibilities with that. As far as circumstances go, she also has felt stagnant for quite a while now, okay? Multiple years. She wants to grow She knows that she wants more opportunities. She knows that for her, that's the right thing. And she's clearly landed multiple opportunities and they're starting up for her this summer. So 
That's her circumstances and her context. Now, what is it that she wants from this conversation? And as far as the relationship goes, you know, she was really clear about, I want to have a sense of integrity in how I'm going about this, right? No regrets. She wants the relationships to, she wants all of this to be positive, a positive conversation, positive feelings. Um, yeah, positive as far as the relationships go. She wants to be able to go forward in life and not feel stagnant anymore. Okay. And one of the underlying thoughts sometimes when we know, I know what I'm doing is right for me. Sometimes the thought that comes just after that, or the feeling that comes shortly after that thought is, but I don't know that this is what's right for everybody else. And if that's the case, then there's a deeper underlying feeling of guilt, of I'm not doing what's good for others. Okay. Now we want to look at these thoughts. And we actually want to operate off of truth, not off of what might be kind of a social cultural norm or what is commonly said about teachers shouldn't quit or the word quitting that has so much negative connotation in the first place. And we want to look at what is actually real, what is actually true. And we want to choose thoughts that are going to not only serve us well, but that are going to be based on reality. Okay. Now, what are some of the things that she really did not want to happen? She doesn't want to let people down. As teachers, you know, a lot of us want really positive feelings. We feel like we're here to serve people, to help people. We don't want to let others down, right? And specifically, she said, I have families who've even expressed, oh, I'm so excited that you're going to be my child's teacher next year. And I don't want to let them down. She said, I don't want the school to feel abandoned, right? So with all of these thoughts, with all of this context, you know, we don't want a feeling of guilt, a feeling of shame, things that are cultural norms in uh, the context of teachers continuing on their career path sometimes. So let's go ahead and talk about how do we approach this kind of conversation. We're going to be doing some thought work, okay? Again, looking at the underlying beliefs, looking at the reality of how things really are, because how you approach the conversation with administrators is going to come across differently if you're approaching it from a place of confidence, a place of security, a place of feeling like you're doing what's best for everyone or what's in good the good interests of everyone. You're going to come across with that kind of approach comfortably, confidently, calmly. If you come across as from a place of shame and guilt, you're going to be coming across um, very apologetically and a little remorsefully, feeling a sense of guilt, shame, all of that. And, and we don't want that. We want you to come across calmly, comfortably, confidently, and also with a sense of you're doing what's in good interest for everyone involved, okay? It's actually okay to be proud of the conversation you're about to have. And it's not just okay, it's more than okay. Okay, the path that you're paving 
that you're courageous enough to pave, that you have the personal initiative to pave and the skills and the go-getemness, everything that you've prepared and done and are doing to pave a path for your future. All of this is actually something to be really proud of. You should be proud of yourself if you're following peace. Okay. How can we create a culture where this is no longer a taboo topic, where this is no longer something that people have guilt or shame around, but where this is something that people stand up to, they, they own, right? And they stand in that place with confidence, feeling really comfortable about it, even proud, proud of the fact that you're owning your own future, okay? Proud of the fact that you are grabbing the steering wheel, directing your path for the positive place where you're heading, okay? It, it takes courage. It takes initiative. You're doing great things. I want you to acknowledge that. And I want a culture where that is acknowledged by everyone and it's celebrated and even encouraged, okay? It's not about quitting. It's about progressing. It's about following peace. It's about helping people in new ways. It's about continuing to grow for the purposes and what you're called for in the future as well, not just what you felt called to do when you were around the age of 20. Okay. So many good things. All right. So let's keep moving forward with this. So how you approach that conversation is going to make a big difference. Again, we want you to feel calm, comfortable, confident, rather than feeling like, oh, I'm doing what's bad for everyone else right? That that kind of an approach is going to be reluctant, hesitant, and awkward throughout the process, okay? So let's go back to the thoughts. Let's do some thought work, okay? The circumstances are facts, but the thoughts that we have around the circumstances are sometimes in, influenced by the cultural norms or social practices, okay? And that includes all the teacher shame, all the teacher guilt. But instead of choosing thoughts like those or defaulting to those common thought processes, I want us to look at the facts. And I want us to choose some other options for thoughts that we can have. So let's look piece by piece at some of what she expressed that she wanted or the fears that she expressed. Let's question some of those fears um, and let's look at the reality of what things, how things really are. And then let's choose thoughts that are going to serve her and everyone better. Okay. So fear number one, she said, I don't want to let people down. They're excited that I'm going to be their kid's teacher next year. Right. Or my administrators are just planning on having me teach next year. It's what everyone's planning on. I don't want to let people down. Okay. Let's talk about that specifically with parents feeling like, are, are we letting parents down by not being their child's teacher next year? So the question I asked her was, if you weren't there, would they have another option, uh, you know, another good option as a teacher? And she said, yeah, like she had zero hesitation. She said, yes, there are people who've been at the school, kind of like long-term subs. They would love the opportunity. They're incredible. And they would have a really, you know, their options of multiple really good teachers. Okay. 
you know, in, in some circumstances that I've personally seen, there have also been um, people who were waiting for jobs to open up, people who've been praying and fasting for months, hoping for a teaching position that they could fill, right? So sometimes it not only blesses the students with, with other great options of teachers, but actually sometimes there are people laying in wait, right? Hoping for an opportunity that they could have as well. So when we look at, I'm so afraid of letting them down. They want me to be their teacher. I'm going to be a good option for them. Look at the fact, you know, are there other good options of teachers where you are? Could someone else do a good job? We just want to distinguish and see the reality of that. So if you know that they would have another good teacher next year, could you replace the thought of, I don't want to let them down. They, you know, thought they were, they were going to be in really good hands with me. Could you replace that thought with the thought of they're going to have a really great teacher and someone else really wants this opportunity? If that is true in your circumstances, then could you approach the resignation conversation from a place of more of a sense of security, more of a sense of calm and confidence. Okay. Let's, for her personally, she, you know, I could see relief. I could see relief on her face. She said, yeah, I, you know, this is true. I, they, they really have another great, they have great options of teachers. And so it was awesome to see, to see that that helped. Okay. Let's talk about, Another fear that she had. She said, you know, I'm, I'm the department chair. It's a lot of work. And so we looked at different thoughts, different options that she could kind of try on for size with that. So let's kind of question, question that fear or assumption of, you know, I, I'm, this, I'm this role and it's a lot of work. And, you know, that kind of leads to the thought or belief of, I don't know that anybody else can do this. Right. So, so let's, let's question that thought. Is there someone else who could take on your role? Is there? Okay. So, and for her, she said, yeah, it's a lot of work. And some of the circumstances at the school are pretty challenging, but the team's amazing. And they could rise to the occasion, you know, they could do it. So, and really the truth also is that. Oftentimes, a lot of teachers are wanting more growth opportunities. And sometimes they don't want it outside of the school network or the district. Sometimes they want it inside. So when there is a vacancy, it gives them then opportunity to grow, to progress, to learn new things, be challenged in new ways. And all of that can be really good. So so for her, she said, yeah, that, you know, they they could do this. So what about the other fear that she expressed. She said, I don't want them to feel abandoned. I want this to be positive. I want to have a feeling of integrity about how I go about this. So let's look a little bit about, you know, what does a positive conversation look like? Does it look like I'm staying here forever? Does that have to be the the underlying belief of I'm going to continue forever? The reality is, Everyone at some point transitions from teaching, right? At one 
time or another, but we want it to be positive regardless of the timing. Okay. Whatever the right timing is for you, we want it to be positive. And talking about this with her, I felt like I could relate with this so much because for me, and like, like she was saying as well, these were my friends, right? They were my colleagues, my coworkers. We spend every day together for years. I like them. They're fun. They're good people. I don't want them to feel shafted. I don't want them to feel abandoned. I don't want them to feel like I'm giving up on them. I'm not giving up on anybody. I'm I'm giving in to what is right, right? I'm stepping up, not giving up. And so how do you approach that? How do you keep it positive? So we talked about that quite a bit. Positive sometimes looks like expressions of appreciation. Positive sometimes looks like acknowledgement of all the good that is going on, that they're doing, that they've led to on your path and helped with your professional development and growth throughout the years. Positive is encouraging them, um, letting them know what a great job that they are doing, have done, and are going to do. There are so many ways to actually keep it positive, okay? But for today, what I really want you to focus on is our thought work, right? Is it possible that coworkers could actually be happy for you, could be excited for you and the positive influence you're going to have in different roles and in different responsibilities? They've seen what an amazing job you can do in the school. We can have belief that, that they can also see and that you can help them see that there are more positive things to come for them as well as um, the influence you're going to have elsewhere too. So I've explained some of what her fears were, her concerns were in approaching the resignation conversation. What is it for you? You know, Right now is the time where a lot of people who are resigning are having these conversations. So I hope the timing of this is very helpful for some of you, I hope. And for others, maybe you're like, okay, this, you know, this year isn't my year, maybe next year, maybe the following year, maybe five years. Follow the timing, follow the peace that's right for you. And what I want you to do is I want you to identify like if you're feeling kind of anxiety about this, concern about this, if you can tell like, oh, this kind of a conversation I'd be really uncomfortable with, I want you to step into that uncomfort and I want you to sit down with it. And I want you to make a T-chart, right? We've talked about this in multiple episodes. I want you to make a T-chart. And on the left-hand side, I want you to list the kind of the, the feelings that you're feeling I want you to list the the concerns that you're feeling. Maybe it's like her and you're saying, I don't want them to feel abandoned. Okay. And maybe you're thinking, I feel guilt, right? I feel like they were, they're going to think that I'm giving up on them. Um, or maybe you're thinking something like, I feel guilty because I feel like I'm not doing what's best for them. Okay. Well, whatever it is, I want you to write down what your, your kind of feelings are. And then I want you to dissect it. Okay. On the right-hand side, I want you to write down what your kind of assumption or thought is that is underlying that feeling. Okay. Like, what are you assuming 
goes along with that? What what's bringing about that feeling? Okay, is it the assumption that they're not going to have any other good teachers? No one else out there can do as good of a job as I can do. They're going to be left with only bad options. Okay, maybe we need to look at that thought a little bit more closely. Uh, you know, it's good to to feel like you do a great job. It's also good to know that there are other people who are capable of helping as well. A friend of mine that I used to teach evening classes with, he he said sometimes, if you really think that this work can't be done without you, maybe you're thinking just a little bit too highly of yourself, right? Like our students, they survived before we were their teacher. And, you know, they're going to go on after we're their teacher. If you felt called to teaching, sometimes it's okay if the calling is extended in new callings as well. Okay. So what I want you to do is make that teacher look at what are your fears? What are your concerns? What are your thoughts and assumptions that underlie those feelings and concerns? What's bringing those about? And then I want you to replace it with what's true and what's real. Okay. When you see how things really are, it's going to help you step into that conversation, approach that conversation with a place of confidence, calm, and comfort. Okay. This is all fine and dandy, right? This is nice to know. But what did you actually say? Well, stick around for next week and we'll get in to actually how to have the resignation conversation. Okay, you guys, great job with all that you're doing. And always know if you're like, okay, this is great to hear about, but I actually need help in making this happen. You are always welcome to hop in our membership. We have multiple calls this week to help you if you're just trying to explore ideas and options, or if you are actually need help talking through some of these concerns or things like that. We've got all the resources in place to help you out with it. Okay. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining. If this has been helpful at all, we'd love, love hearing from you in the reviews. Um, You can leave a review on whatever platform you enjoy listening to podcasts, or you can go to teachertransition.com forward slash podcast to leave one with what you can click on there as well. Okay. Have a great week. We'll be in touch soon. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word. Leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows? We may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now, And keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.